Welcome to Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, where two bearded guys talk about Game of Thrones, the card game. Welcome back, everybody, to Bearded Clansmen, a Game of Thrones LCG podcast. Uh, I'm Kyle, son of Kyle. And this is Shaggy Dom. And today we have two guests from all the way across the ocean. Across? That's not a word. Across the ocean. We have a special guest um, we have on our show today. Guests, as in plural. Uh, we have Richard and Rebecca Walker. Hi! Hello. I'm not walking awesome. yet, though. <laughs> also Can known as the White Walkers. Pre-Walker? Is that Getting there? The White yeah, Walkers, yes. <laughs> Do you want us and, to say your uh, real last name? Is it Gillard? Is that how you say it? Yeah, okay. Gillard. Okay. Yeah, Gillard. Gillard. That's a hard R. Got Gillard. it. Gillard. Yeah. Gillard. Us Raddens. <laughs> Gillard. You got them Gillard. Gillards. Okay. No, not Gillards. Gillard. I love it. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hi, guys. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so we, we asked them to come on our show, and we had some questions just to ask them because, you know, our meta is, you know, a certain thing. Um, way and we were just curious on getting them on the show and uh, just asking them a bunch of questions about thrones and so yeah I figured you guys would just love that and <laughs> getting get... riddled with questions about your favorite card game. <laughs> 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 yes. I just want to say you know thank you for taking the time yeah thank you busy schedule after oh, you know breaking the wall down and making your way down to yeah to Winterfell I guess the question is when the hell are you guys going to get to Winterfell that's the that's the first question we've just gone through half last half and that you know just give us a minute we've got a big arm to transport transport yeah are we ferrying them down personally mentally we're like sending them right you got a dragon wait hey well we don't know if it's show or book okay we can't assume they have a dragon no, they do have a dragon. Oh, okay. You guys have a dragon? Is that like your dog or is it you actually have a dragon for real? The dragons in, in really, Europe? Really cool. No, I've got a dragon's egg, but not like an actual dragon. She hasn't have... hatched it yet. No, not walked into the fire yet. <laughs> you can tell by the hair. I'm not advised, children. Just anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, so anyways... Um... I just want to say thanks, guys, for all the videos you guys put up. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had a chance to watch the recent ones you just recently put up, but um, you guys do a great job. And Thank so you. that was part of the reason why I wanted to reach out to you guys. And Thank we you. can talk I can, for own I can confirm that it is all Rebecca. She does all <laughs> the editing. She drags me in to do the commentary. You just hit my voice, but everything is basically Rebecca doing everything. So Aww. Rebecca deserves all the credit. Really. Thanks, honey. What are you after? I don't have any Jaffa cakes. <laughs> you will have. Well, I'm going shopping tomorrow. Jaffa cakes on the uh, shopping list then. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I guess my first question is: is uh, how did you guys, you know, get into the game? Like, were you guys first general, uh, first player, or first phrase that first, first edition players? <laughs> Sorry. I'm... Um, no, that's all right. We know what you want about. He's um, just starstruck. So... Don't let it bother you. <laughs> I'm not starstruck. <laughs> He's fine. He's been a wonderful job. <laughs> um, no, we, we got together, um, and then I revealed to Richard that I was a massive nerd. Um, and then <laughs> Richard decided to try and find nerdy things that we could do together. 
and found the Game of Thrones card game. And um, Dan Mulprone, um, who sort of does a lot of the Northampton tournaments, um, was advertising um, like a, a first edition sort of open evening kind of thing um, at the local gaming club. So um, me and Richard went down and had a few intro games. Um, Richard managed to somehow convince the then UK national champ to come round to our house. <laughs> yeah, so, so I was on that looking for people to play on Card Game DB and I spoke to someone called JC Wama who sent me along to uh, a guy called Dave Bamford. Um, so I spoke to Dave Bamford and Dave Bamford came round to my house and he said, oh, yeah, I play this game quite a bit. I said, how long have you been playing? He said, oh, quite a few years. He said, last month. I won the UK national championship. <laughs> oh, wow. like that Which kind of player. I'm not going to play him because I'm just going to be absolutely annihilated. <laughs> so I then, play. Let's just get this on record. In our first game against Dave Bamford, I beat him. Ooh. With first edition cards. It wasn't that, you know, a, an experienced player he let didn't me let, play a win. He didn't let me win. He didn't let him win. I smashed no. him. Yeah. So do we need to, we need to get him on to like validate that, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I can confirm that he beat me in all the rematches. <laughs> no, you just let him win. A solid whoop. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> so yeah, that was like uh, about four four years ago. It's almost like four. It's probably like four years ago to the month almost. Um, and then so we we didn't get very long in first edition, and then it was like, oh, we just bought all the first edition stuff, and it's ending. Um, so we only had a few months of first edition, then second edition came out, and we've just sort of stuck with it, basically. Yeah, just kept playing it, and yeah. kept playing it, and still playing it. Yeah. Did you going. buy in? <laughs> com did you completely buy in first edition right before it ended? No. No. We oh, bought, we, did. we bought a couple of core set and quite a few cycles, mm. and then yeah, six, then six months later, second edition was <laughs> to come out. Yeah. I, I like so ended up keeping my core. Uh, I think a core or two as just like a melee multiplayer card game. So like now I could just rip it out and play it with anybody, four players, but I, I was in the same boat. So I feel that. Like mm -hmm. where you're like, well, <laughs> this is cool. I managed to sell mine at a boot mm -hmm. fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just put all the boxes out and this couple was walking past. And I was like, oh, the Game of Thrones card game is wonderful. You'd love this. It's first edition. And they were like, oh, okay. And bought it. And I was oh, like, really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice centerpiece right now, so for me. One other question I had was, uh, what is your guys' current favorite faction to play? Um, when you go, I talked lots in the last bit. <laughs> okay. Um, at the moment, I don't know why. I normally have normally stick with a few specific factions like Targaryen, Greyjoy, Stark. Um, but when it comes to tournament season, I, I kind of use different actions. But at the moment, I seem to be obsessed with Baratheon. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. Like, It's like you're getting into Baratheon before the box comes out, so you're like already on it, right? <laughs> are you, do te are you yeah. doing testing from the box yet? Sorry? Are you like proxying cards in from the box yet? No, not yet. Okay. I'm just waiting for it to be released. I think it's going to be released in the next month or two, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, so, so it's, that'll be fun. Awesome. So at least I can say I was playing Baratheon before all the good cool. cards came out. Basically, you're a hipster. <laughs> I'm a pre-hipster. Mm. You're pre-hipster. Yeah. 
That was more grafting when the Corsa came out. Hey, hey guys, the there's beginning. other houses than Greyjoy in this game? I'm sorry, I don't sorry, understand. Sorry. There's other houses than Greyjoy in this game? <laughs> yes, yeah. I was going to say, depends on the meta, right? <laughs> I, I'll just lose to the current meta. I, I like Greyjoy a lot. I have a problem. Yeah, that's, no. that's only Greyjoy. Greyjoy's yeah. really at the moment, though. Greyjoy's Sea of Blood is, is one of the ways oh, yeah. through a tournament and get to the top cup. And then face yeah. the other creature, I see a blood. <laughs> Easy mode. Mm. Yeah. And then I guess my question is for Richard. Wait. Why do you hate oh, okay, sorry. so much? Yeah. Mar why do you hate Martel so much? <laughs> <laughs> well, you like have... it more now, aren't you? No, not really. But I think it's important to play Martel to understand <laughs> how to beat Martel. You know, uh -huh. you try and get rid of those fears a little bit. Because they are a nasty, nasty faction player again. They always mm -hmm. do these horrible things. You think you've got them, you know. By the time you finally get a challenge through, when you finally got that military <laughs> icon to wipe their board, and then you get hit with vengeance for Elia. Yeah. <laughs> all sorts of horrible, horrible stuff. <laughs> I don't like them at all. And people that play Martel have a special place in hell. Is <laughs> I, I just, you're so right about that though, because that's like one of those like weed out factions. So the first time you're playing the game, you're like, this game's sweet. I really like this game. I'm going to see if I want to stick with it. And someone brings out a Martel deck, mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, let's see if you actually want to stick with it. And then yeah. they make you, like, for the first three challenges, do stuff, discard all your good cards, and you're like, what did I just do? This is terrible. And that's, like, where you weed the real actual players out from the people who are just, like, yeah. they're not in it, not in it, right? And I don't know. That mm -hmm. from teaching the game a lot lately, Martel is the most frustrating faction. It's, like... I can't agree. I think so, um, in, in our meta, to, to weed out those players that are going to stay and those that aren't, we just make them play Richard. <laughs> <laughs> really? If they're still playing after that, then they're going to stick around, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's not doing it with Martel, which is a bigger, which is crazier. Exactly. So there you go. That's a Have you ever thought of doing Achievement. Uh, Baratheon Sun? Baratheon Sun? Yeah. That seems that seems fun, but I think I feel like if you're playing Baratheon, you're probably going to be playing Baratheon Sun. So I don't really want to play that. <laughs> so hipster that he won't even do the slightly non-hipster decks. I'd rather play something that's not quite good. You What's... don't want to be a daywalker. <laughs> Sorry. You don't want to be a daywalker. No, definitely not. <laughs> Stick with the knight. Stick with white walker. <laughs> That's a whole different thing that we may or may not want. Yeah. Uh, so Rebecca, Rebecca or Rebecca, would you prefer one or the other? Um, yeah, I generally prefer Stark. Um, Stark or Targ. I know it's boring and general, but yeah, Stark and Targ are normally what I do best with. Although I do have a little mm -hmm. liking of clansmen. I like playing clanny. Um, but I don't normally do very well with them. <laughs> So I only play them if it's any, like not very important. <laughs> any specific clansmen, or is it just any bearded clansman of the Vale? Oh yeah! Oh. That wasn't even deliberate! <laughs> she was complimenting you guys. Yes, yes it yeah. was deliberate. I like those clanny clansmen, bearded ones. <laughs> the clannies, those clannies over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that doesn't sound bad Yeah, bad, all. yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on from that. Uh... There's a really cool Stark deck. Like, Stark Crossing is apparently really, really yeah. good right now. Um, have you Stark played that yet? 
Um, I've not really seen many Star Crossings. I've seen a lot of Star Crossings, and Have yes, you? it's good. It's okay. really good. They've got yeah. so many stand effects in. Well, Great John for the first three rounds can stand up. Mm -hmm. They've got I Am No One. You pay mm -hmm. one gold and your chud doesn't kneel. Yeah. Got stealth all of its challenges and have insight. Yeah, I Am No One is crazy. They put that in the intro deck too, didn't they? I Am No One is in the intro deck. Did they? Did they? Yeah, and welcome to the game, noob. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember explaining that to some of our intro intro event players, and I was like, "This card's really good. You want to use this, and it'll surprise your opponent, and you'll never know what's happening." So, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it is some cheese. Yeah, dark crossing, good, and they've got that new card, Alisane Mormont. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, the funny part. military and has stealth. Wow, that's yep. just great, isn't it? For crossing. And you can tutor her out, I believe, with uh, the bear yeah. island, one of the Bear Island cards, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like that, that you're including a card specifically to get that card out. I mean, and it's built mm -hmm. that way, which is pretty sweet in my opinion, mechanically. <clears throat> and I think that's why Dark Crossing might be more popular than a lot of other decks because crossing is kind of easier to pick up for newer players as well because mm -hmm. mm. you have to do all three challenges and all you have to do is just attack that's why yeah. I play it still the new players on isn't it <laughs> we had a new player Tom and he was on Greyjoy Crossing um, so he got the hang of that and now he's sort of yeah Greyjoy Crossing is totally a new player deck I don't still play that <clears throat> <laughs> you busted <laughs> damn it I did. I played that at our last store champ, and it was pretty. It's pretty fun. It's it works or it doesn't work, and if it doesn't, it, and it works more than it doesn't work. So you're like a like you know, thirty three percent <laughs> chance of not having it work if you can get a pretty good setup. So it you need a you need a bigger yeah. tournament though to really have it shine. I think. I think that's one of the things that is interesting. So when you guys play, and I'm going to interject a question here, Dom. So get ready for that. Uh, this is winging it, by the way. Uh, if you, <laughs> uh, when you guys have your events, do you typically have like smaller events that are more close and kind of with people you know, or do you ha have like larger events that have a lot of new people coming in and out? Um, it depends on the event and the location. I think um, we're quite lucky in Northampton that we tend to get more players than some other places. So we're we're quite central in England, um, which means that it's nice um, for like people to come down to or come up from London to. Um, but like, so our store champ got twenty eight players, which we thought was all right. Um, that's, that's good. A local store championship, twenty eight players is strong. That's way yeah, bigger than we've seen. Like, so. For example, so mm -hmm. um, but then some of the smaller ones were only getting sort of like what ten, eleven. How many was one for Wayland? That was ten, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, you get you get a bit of a range. It depends on the location. Um, London tends to be all right. And it also depends if there's um, multiple events happening on the same day. So occasionally, if they try and organize it all together in this one group, the, the store owners, but occasionally two stores want to hold it on the same day. And that can sort of split the numbers, obviously, and make it a bit less. Because in England, you can pretty much go to any tournament you want, well, where we are anyway, because we're in the middle, which is nice. Hmm. <laughs> That's actually nice. I would say that if we go to a tournament, there would only be one or two people that we don't know. Yeah. Um, there is a general crowd in Thrones of, you know, throughout the country there must be, what, 80 to 100 players yeah. that play semi-regularly to regularly, yeah. and you guarantee if you go to a tournament, you'll probably know most of the players there. The UK is nice in that respect, I think, because you, you do just know everyone, because everyone can go to every tournament, and 
again, because we're in the middle, like we can normally attend pretty much any tournament. Um, the ones that we don't go to maybe are, are like Scotland because that's about six hour drive. Mm -hmm. um, but nowhere else within, a, within, within about three hours okay. um, maximum. And that's, that's like a long distance for us to travel. Um, so yeah, I mean, everyone gets to see each other and it's, it's quite a tight community really, isn't it? I mean, we've got a, like the UK friends chat um, for UK players basically and you know everyone can just go in there and have a chat and organize when they're going to tournaments and i know it's quite nice <laughs> I think the good thing about the throne community in the uk is um if you want to go somewhere you can pretty much persuade people to go yeah people, a lot of people are like no nah, i can't bother to go if you say oh come on it'll be fun then everyone mm. just one person says okay the next person says oh go on then if two of you are going i'll go yeah next thing you know you take a two car falls down yeah they, they <laughs> Refer to me as Thrones Mum in Northampton because basically there's about what twelve players now in Northampton, maybe more. Yeah, and Rebecca organises us. <laughs> I just mum. organise everyone. It's like, right, there's a tournament next week, guys. Who's going in what car? Do you need a room to stay in? And how are you getting to people's houses? And yeah, just organising people to get to tournaments mostly. So. The mother of players. That's pretty sweet, yeah. actually. The mother of players. <laughs> uh, Not quite as exciting as White Walker, is it? <laughs> no, no. The that's interesting so like because that's an interesting scenario so three hours is the maximum distance you have to drive but like that's like and that's, that's really a complete rare. other state for us and we're like we're like in in colorado we're like mm, that's a little too far but if you think of it that way it's kind of uh it's kind of interesting because then maybe you're more justified in going up somewhere like that when you have you know like hey they're doing it in the uk quit being a baby right like just <laughs> drive yourself to wyoming or Oklahoma and go play a Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah, I mean, we, we try to stick within sort of two hours normally. Like, three hours would be a bit like, hmm, can we be bothered? Um, is there somewhere maybe we can stay? Like, we don't want to have to drive all the distance one way, but we have done it on occasions. <laughs> we have it easy here, really. We have yeah. uh, a small amount of land, high population density. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's quite easy to find players in a relatively close area. Yeah, I mean, like, still chance season, there were probably, what, between eight to ten that we could have easily attended wow. um, within three hours. So, we didn't, because we were being lazy. <laughs> well, when you have eight to ten to go to, I mean, you can pick and choose right here. Like, we had three, and it's like, okay, I gotta hit every one that I can so I can, you know, at uh, least get testing in or play and see people. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give, give you another scenario here. Nationals, um, two years ago was in a called Birmingham, which is a one hour drive from us. But then last year it was in Liverpool, mm. um, which is it, really far away, guys. It's about a two hour drive. <laughs> it, that, was, that was dramatic, you know, two hours. <laughs> but this year it's back in Birmingham again. It's one hour drive, so that's fine. Yeah. Thank goodness. Not that's how dramatic it gets. <laughs> you don't have to get on a plane to fly to, na to nationals or something. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Although Euros is in Poland this year, so we wanted to go to that, which we're not going to be able to do. But um, yeah, we would have to fly to that one. You heard it here. Pressure him now if you want to see him at Euros. We, we're getting married in the yeah. summer. We're not. We're going to have to pressure him pretty hard. <laughs> Priorities, guys. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who needs a wedding when you can go to Euros? I'm, yeah, you guys. I am hoping to persuade Rebecca to let us go to World this year. It's cool. Yeah. So basically, we're going to World this year. Sweet. There you go. Yeah, cool. I hope you guys can make it. I might, yeah. I mean... I'm really looking forward to you winning the lottery. I want you guys to commit now. I'll commit to going to Worlds if you guys are going to be there. Heck yeah. 
Excellent. There you Excellent. go. <laughs> Sorted. All right, let's move on. Now we've got that agreed. Let me, let me give you some word of advice from a married man to a soon-to-be-married man. This is something you'd want to talk to her about before committing. Oh, we have. On our yeah. Oh, you we have? have okay. About this a lot. Well, then, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. She, she said it was okay. Okay. Did she say exactly that, or no? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dom, do you have more questions? We haven't I really do. riddled them with questions yet, so I feel like we need to be asking them more and faster. Yes. Oh, sorry. That's right. Okay. Lightning round. So, no. I'm just so since you guys are talking about sword championships, um, yeah. when you guys do the sword championships, do you guys build your own deck or do you net deck? Richard builds my decks for me because I'm too lazy to do it. And when I build my own, I build, I build really weird stuff and Ditto. I just lose and get sloppy. But he gives me good stuff and then I can win some games, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she's, won, she's won more store championship than me this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was with a deck I didn't even build. No, you did, didn't you? No, that was that was the one that you neck decked it. Did I neck deck it? Johanna's the finish fella. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, that's I'm bad. Say. If I build my own deck, they're rubbish. Richard builds good decks. Yeah. <laughs> or he steals them and pretends they're his. The internet is my Richard. That's that's what I'm gonna say. I know. I mean, I've seen some decks on Throne DB from the username D Faust. Um, oh yeah. You shouldn't look at yeah. those. Busted, right? That's you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, I know this guy. I need to, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't look at any of those lists. They're bad. Yeah, I'm judging your deck building now. <laughs> we don't worry. We made the original ones, didn't we? Like, back in the day, we made the um, the original Boy King Blackfish. Oh, that was fun. That was really good. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. that. Um, so that was a fun one. But I think, I don't know, was that the main sort of original kind of deck we did? You made a really cool one recently that was that's really really good, and he was really excited about it. And then he went on to Throne CB, and somebody just like been to a tournament and posted the deck list, and he was so upset because it was like two cards different to his or something. Oh. And he was like, oh, they've been playing it and practicing it and doing so well with it, and then he found it online, so he can't even claim it as his own now. <laughs> what a douchebag! What deck is it? <laughs> that was the Tyrell Lion. Um, oh. The Jim Hilton Oh, I was about to run that at our oh, store champ Jim. last week. Yeah. yeah. You've been doing really well with it, haven't you? Is it's, that the kettle black one? <laughs> I will go on record now and say that Jim's version is definitely better than mine. He had a few missing pieces that I didn't have, and his version is better. Is that the kettle black one? Like the. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. That deck is fun. I played that on DB if, or on Iron Throne for like seven or eight games, and I was like, this deck is crazy. Like. Iron Throning or the Robert Strong and then doing a bunch of other Shadows crap. It was like, yeah. yeah. You know what? <laughs> it is so much easier to play on the Iron Throne as well because I try and play it in real life and the decision-making is slower. Oh, <laughs> it's just look where all the cards yeah. are. Well, where is that card? What card? What have we got in Shadows? Like, Iron Throne, mm -hmm. you can just see. Yeah. I quite enjoy Shadows, but I must admit, when you're playing with the actual cards, my memory is so bad and I have mm. to look at them about three times like per face. And it's, yeah, it's not. It turns into like Netrunner. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it takes you 45 minutes to win with that deck on the Iron Throne. In real life, it's going to take even longer. Yeah. That's part of the reason I didn't run it, because I was like, if I play that deck, I'm going to be dead by three games, like, because I'm not going to have any mental capacity left to even play anymore. It's fun. Though. Him, uh, you should tell them about the deck I brought. Oh, the. Nightwatch one. So, Dom, speaking of decks Dom built, uh, Dom built a, like, preemptive. <laughs> mill 
or was it? It was a discard. It was a discard Night's Watch deck with a new wall. So he was like, okay. you know, Mutiny Caster's Keep and things like that. And yeah, yeah. good. It was be- yeah, it was before the restricted list. Because <laughs> um, I had uh, yeah, I bannered Wolf Wolf with it, and it had Ward and Flea Bottom and uh, everything. What's that? So, so overpowered, the restricted list had to shut you down. <laughs> I know. They're like, at least you oh. have a good deck, though. <laughs> They're like, Dom came out with a, a good deck. Finally, we got to shut this down. <laughs> we can't have this. <laughs> well, I mean, that you can still build it. You can just you just run like you played it, Dom, right? The Queen's Crown one, and it, yeah, it's still annoying and it goes a little faster with Queen's Crown. But it, yeah, it was a pretty cool deck. But by the end of the day, you were just toast, right? Like, yeah, my mental capacity was kind of done, but. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I'm definitely gonna update it. You know, probably just do Night's Watch Green Sight. And as we yeah, see, that's the choice. yeah. And then take their take all their guys. Yeah, as, as we've seen with King Balon, like taking out someone's like key character from the discard pile and then claiming it for military is the most annoying thing in this game right now. Yeah. Convinced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that'll work. <laughs> Yeah, I just, that yeah. happened to me a few times. It's really annoying. <laughs> I think one of the, I think one of the highlights of that that deck was I was uh, playing against Targaryen, and I stole his Cal Drogo and his Drogon, <laughs> the six cost Drogon. That's amazing. Yeah. And so I was like, "Go ahead, do your military challenge." I'm going to kill all your stuff now. This is so funny because you get to a point in that deck where you've either claimed so many as military challenge or you already have them out on the board that their choices are, they have like six characters in their discard, but they can only choose one anyway. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I like the evil laugh um, there. <laughs> yeah. it's been... Oh, you got two more Drago, uh, Kel Dragos in your hand? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to kill this one off <laughs> so you can't use it ever. I think... I think the golden play is to get crown of gold every single round, right? Yeah. <laughs> like an extra free kill. I'll just take your crown of gold again and put it on him, and then it goes back into the. Oh disco. my gosh, that's gross! I didn't think about that. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, you've started something now, Richard. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, the I fear. I play a King Balon deck um, against a friend of mine. I thought, you know what? I'll be clever and I'll trigger it in the marshalling phase to steal his great horse so I can get my Euron out. <laughs> Brilliant. The only problem was I've forgotten that I'd already played Triss Botley and removed it from the game. So I triggered it for no reason. It's too complicated, this game. That's a, I was just going to say, that's a complicated series of events where you can't play a card because you Trist it, but you're not, into, you're, the, you're not the owner, but you're the controller, and then you go cross-eyed. And yeah. you just pick up and start again. <laughs> Yeah, my brain hurts. Mine too. Um, so yeah, let's see here. Um, what else you got for us? <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> ask you about your guys's current meta. Like you said, you had like ten different store championships and all that. Do you see yeah. a certain trend in one area than the other? Like more people are playing Greyjoy or Stark, or you know, are they all? <laughs> Um, I, I think the same. Okay meta. Um, so that there are obvious like good decks. So you've got like Greyjoy Sea of Blood. Um, mm-hmm. You've got like Borders, for example. And the the thing with the UK meta is because everyone knows each other. If you play one of those decks, <laughs> you kind of get like you know the Bell of Shame as you, <laughs> as you like you know <laughs> announce your faction and agenda. 
Um, so generally, people kind of avoid those like really overpowered decks, which which is nice because it means that you can take like some more sillier decks or fun decks, um, yeah. and you're not just going to get annihilated every single round. So there are still people that take the, the the good decks, and that's that's fine. You know, some people sure. to them winning is important. Um, but I think like quite a lot of the UK are, are more sort of let's see what silly deck ideas we can come up with, what fun ideas we can come up yeah, with. Yeah, let's just sort of take a deck that's not tier one. It, Tier 1.5 or tier 2, it, it, mm -hmm. it could, could do well on its day, but mm -hmm. you know, there are one or two players in the UK who will always bring um, the top deck. Mm -hmm. you know? like, yeah. and, and if they're going to go to a tournament, you know you're going to have to play against very choice of blood. Strong at the time, kind of thing. But, but yeah, generally people either stick with the factions they like and make a different twist based on whatever the meta is. Um, and it is fun. I do like it. Yeah, nice. We we get a few um, quirkier players. Um, Quirky. Well, Paul, for example. Paul, he like, could make bad decks. He just he just asks like every question about every weird combination that you could think of and tries to break mm -hmm. the game, and then makes slightly dodgy decks that sometimes do well. <laughs> for example, earlier today he was talking about um, patch face. Patch face, yeah. <laughs> Putting mock. Oh. On an opponent's shadow character, so Patchface gained um, shadow, and then Clever fainting him into shadow, and then he'll be stuck there forever. Because he can't come back out because he doesn't have shadow. <laughs> wow. That's the kind of stuff he comes up with. Like, wow. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah, so you, you get a nice mix. Like, I, I don't know, I quite like Metro at the moment. I don't feel like I'm going to go to a tournament and face eight Sea of Blood decks. You know, I, it's... Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's, there's a difference between America, right? You guys tend to uh, stick more with what's good. Well, people play, I think in this beginning of the Star Champ season, at least it was like super, super competitive. And then as people started winning, oh, yeah. they were like, oh, I'm going to bring, you know, Conclave. And it's like, cool. You could have done that first if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all agree to do something yeah. wacky, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, we had like, um, we've got a. Um, a store in, in Aldershot and the store in Aldershot quite often does the older shuffle um, so although it was a store champ there were 26 players in the end I think no, we had 28 players and 24 of us oh, okay. had random decks yeah, so yeah older shuffle so you shuffle the faction and you just get assigned he did like a little video George Anker did it all um, and just record himself pulling out a faction for each person pulling out an agenda for each person and then that person just goes off and, and makes according to that. And yeah, there was 24 out of 28 people. Wow. What did you get in the end, Rebecca? I, I didn't go, remember. Oh yeah, she didn't go. I, I went. I was on a hen do. <laughs> <laughs> Not even my own. <laughs> I mean, I got I got picked Greyjoy, Banner of the Watch. Cool. Uh, nice. Yeah, I, basically all I did take was the Greyjoy sun deck, took the sun stuff out, put in three Crafter, three Benjen, some more Night's Watch stuff. I had a good deck, and I made the top four, so it's yeah. good. Okay. So it just goes to show that you can you can build, you know, different ideas. If you're yeah. forced into building something different, you can do something. You can have fun with that. I was and knowing that, that, I think that yeah, yeah, I, I think was, that'd be kind of cool to do too. Yeah, I was gonna think of for, so in another a lot of other card games they do something called like backdrafting or like a survival mode where what you do is you build a deck but you're not gonna play it. You're just going to have to play against it, but your opponent's going to play it, right? Uh, drive another car. Yeah, so you could build a deck, and then it randomly shuffles who's going to get that deck. So you don't want to have to build a deck that's too good, but you also want to yeah. build a deck that, you know, 
you know, I guess it's fun. Absolutely. But... We have a version of this in the UK called Drive Not the Car, and basically okay. you build a deck, but you get points based on how well your deck does, and you get points based on how well you do. Hmm. Um, but the decks normally circulate, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the points get added up for your deck, and the points get added up for how you do, and then you have, like, two winners, um, how we normally work it. That's pretty so sweet. I guess that's what you guys do. I mean, I don't like playing this format. I've never played this format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like so much of my own doing. bullshit I want to play. I don't want to play other people. <laughs> That's you fair. Might end up on one of Paul's decks. <laughs> no, I don't want one of Paul's decks. Besides, yeah, besides, if I was making a deck for someone else, I only put like two characters in. Well, that's kind of the weird fun part, though, is that like when everybody's <laughs> decks have two characters in them, the game changes a lot, right? So, I mean, if someone like, yeah, it, like you don't want to build the deck to necessarily just do well. You want to build the deck to be like. Like I mean, that's how that's the, probably how the first people came up with the idea of like the no characters like Martel, Martel stag deck, and that deck mm. can be really weird if you get it to work. And you're like, wait, how am I losing again? I have like a whole board of people. You're like, well, you're just bad. Yeah, well, it's just like that deck I made. It was um, Martel alliance with uh, stag and uh, Night's Watch. Oh, the Queen's that's Crown so one. Terrific. Was it no characters? It, it had like. No, I had like ten cards of characters, and the rest were locations, attachments, and events. And all the resets, I imagine. And every reset, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so, You're not so a the fun characters to play with, are you? <laughs> no, I mean it, it was a fun deck just to try out. But the characters I would have is Benjamin, of course, Bastard Daughter. Um, I'm done. I don't want to hear anymore. Hello. Oh, Veteran Builder. <laughs> Veteran Builder, Shadow CD Bastard, uh, Bastard Daughter, and Benjen. Three copies of, of each. So yeah, 12 cards. And then the rest were locations, attachments, events. I don't know, it's just sounding horrible already, isn't it? I don't want to play against it. <laughs> and if I paid some money to go into a tournament and I sat next to you, opposite you, I think I'd just leave. Honestly, I wouldn't bring it to a tournament. I mean, because I know it's like kind of it's not good to play against yeah he it's just goes into beginner games on iron thrones and plays people with yeah. that deck <laughs> yeah. i just go on yeah, iron just Throne look specifically like, yeah. for beginner ones right yeah like oh <laughs> this will stop them <laughs> your, your gray joy sea of blood yeah screw your agenda you go ahead and kill my characters because i'm the game yeah. take and take cards from you so they uh, deserve it man. All right, all right. So I want to ask right, one last question before we jump into yes. looking at City of Secrets stuff. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, Rebecca, you mentioned that you were a big nerd. So I assume that you guys play other board <laughs> games as well. What kind of other we, games we do you play? Like, what's your favorite non-Game of Thrones game that you seem to find yourself playing a lot? I'm, Not just you, I'm but Richard, too. Um, I'm slightly obsessed with Gloomhaven at the moment. Oh, my God, um, it's so good! It's so good, right? <laughs> yeah, we've got um, another um, like couple friend, but um, the guy also plays Game of Thrones as well. He's in our meta, cool. and um, him and his wife we play with, and we go around at like twelve on a Sunday and leave about eleven, um, <laughs> and just spam Gloomhaven, and they cook for us, which is great. It's really good that it's at their house and at our house because then they cook. It's wonderful. Um, but yeah, no, we just go around there and yeah, it's such a good game. I love it. It's that's, really, really that's good. That's interesting because that's what we do with Gloomhaven too is we go over to a couple's house, another couple's house, play a four-player Gloomhaven game for four or five hours and then leave and it's it's the same. It's a world. I mean, it happens all over the world, Don. You can play Gloomhaven with another couple and get food. 
That's why the game is so yeah. good. Yeah. On top of that, it's a, actually a really good game, but... And they've got yeah. the expansion coming out as well, don't they, this month? Next month. Oh, is it next month now? It got delayed. Ah. But yeah, uh, expansion times. Because we're, we're approaching the end, I think, aren't we? We're I like, think so. What, it ends? Yeah, we, we, mm. we, we've got... Oh. <laughs> I think we must have done 40 to 50 scenarios now. Okay, so, so there's 18, 19 in the book, oh. but you can't do them all. Yeah. Interesting. Gotcha. Sorry for the abrupt ending, everybody, but that's where we ended our original podcast with the White Walkers. Uh, it was a pleasure to have them, and you will be hearing from them again in uh, shortly in next week because we will be doing the City of Secrets review with them. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Bearded Clansmen of the Vale, a Game of Thrones LCG podcast. Come back next time where we talk more about Game of Thrones the card game.